Hello, we're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials. You can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. Hello and welcome back to the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and this week I'm joined by my colleague, Becky. Hi, Becky. Hello. Hello. And we are going to be talking about affiliate marketing, so what it is and how you can use it to help your business. Um, so, Becky, shall we start, as, as we always do, with the very basics? So what exactly is affiliate marketing? What are we talking about and how does it work? Sure. So um, affiliate marketing is an online digital um, tactic that brands may use to um, encourage traffic to their websites um, with the ultimate goal of increasing their sales. Um, I read something somewhere recently that said, and it was really nice the way it explained what affiliate marketing was, and that is bringing together brands with goods or services to sell and publishers who want to promote um, or they might discuss these kind of products or um, services and consumers who are attracted to buy said products and services. Um, and I think that is quite a nice um, explanation of the different parties that are involved in affiliate mm-hmm. marketing and how it can, can work for brands. Um, so in terms of what it is, how it works, I guess um, there's a few different ways that affiliate marketing can work. Um, one of the most popular ways is using um, a dedicated platform um, and brand. There are quite a few out there, uh, people like Trade Tracker, AWIN, WebGames, Skimlinks. Um, and they're basically a platform that provides like a meeting place and, and, and a platform bringing in this kind of digital experience um, alongside things like creating online strategies and the technology and market intelligence to give brands the opportunity to meet the right publishers, meet the right um, sales teams, networks, groups, basically to talk and promote about the product or service mm. of your brand. Hmm. Yeah, and, and and as you say, it's great to use a third-party platform because it's quite complicated to try and try and do it yourself. But um, think, and I think that is, as you say, that was a nice summary of of what it is and I suppose in even simpler simpler terms it's <laughs> it's essentially like a low risk form of advertising isn't it it's, yeah absolutely and it's not necessarily guaranteed sales but you generally only pay for sales you pay commission based yeah. on sales so yeah you're absolutely right it's really really low risk it can be really really targeted because you talk you choose who you want to work with basically and that mm-hmm. is often based on the audience that you're talking to or the potential audience that you can you can reach you um it's all through kind of endorsement and promotion mm-hmm. of um a particular product or it might be a brand and you choose the link of where you want them to land i.e on a kind of on a specific product page or it might be on a um, information page to lead you to write to the right products or services to buy um so yeah and it's it's also about being a kind of two-way relationship because it's absolutely within the 
advertisers um, benefit to be actually yeah. be promoting your products and services to the right people who are hopefully going to convert and mm-hmm. buy, which is in the interest of the brand that's um, doing the affiliate marketing. So it is really two way, um, which is quite nice on both sides, obviously, online marketing, things like PPC, um, Google ads. Um, there's not the guarantee or the kind of the hard work necessarily that goes into mm-hmm. converting those, um, the traffic into actual sales. Yeah. And that's, um, and that kind of, it leads us on, doesn't it? And that's what the difference is between, um, say, a pay-per-click mm-hmm. advertising digital campaign compared to an affiliate marketing campaign is very much um, an affiliate campaign and marketing campaign is based on performance, isn't it? So that publisher, yeah. whether it's um, a media title or an influencer, um, they promote your product with a link, as you say, Becky, to... Um, to a product, to a place where they can purchase it. And that publisher only gets paid if a, and only gets their commission if a sale is made or whatever the agreed action is. Yeah. Whereas pay-per-click, they don't, the onus isn't really on them anymore, is it? They just, they're like, we don't <laughs> no. really, we don't really care if people make a purchase <laughs> necessarily <laughs> yes. when they click through because we've already made our, we've already made our commission just by the fact that yeah. they've clicked on the link. Absolutely. So there, there is a big difference. And obviously that probably um, travels all the way through to kind of like based on um, values around around commission and the work that goes into either side. But absolutely. Um, PPC is all about just clicking on the link and count the, the clicks on those links. And that's mm-hmm. the end of the role. Um, affiliate marketing is so much more dedicated to making sure we're talking to the right consumers to increase the chance of converting those mm-hmm. clicks through to the website into sales to generate money for the brand, but also commission to the platform or the publisher or the influencer who is encouraging people to do that. Yeah. And it's definitely um, something we've seen more over the years. I mean, affiliate marketing in terms of the media side of influencers, it was much more um, prominent, wasn't it? It was there, people were doing it. It was, yeah. um, you can yeah. see kind of affiliate hashtag affiliate link on quite a lot of the stuff they were doing yeah. on, on social media. But for media, it's, um, I don't want to say it's fairly new because it's not brand shiny new, but it's, um, I think we've definitely seen um, more media platforms and um, national newspaper mm-hmm. platforms, those using affiliate programs as a way to, to generate money. Yeah, and, absolutely. And so it's much more popular. It is definitely more popular and it's more common to see those um, links through from when they're talking about a product to the brand's um, website. I think it's also important to note that sometimes you do see um, links perhaps through to Amazon and eBay. And I don't Mm -hmm. believe, might be wrong, but I don't believe they use um, any of these third-party kind of affiliate programs like um, companies like TradeTrack or Awin, for example. Um, They do it all directly. And the bigger the brand, obviously, the more money they've got in terms of paying great commission rates to publishers Mm -hmm. or platforms or whoever. Um, So interestingly there is some kind sometimes a bit of discussion about um which platform the publisher is going to choose where they're going to direct traffic but ultimately it's a battle isn't it I guess between kind of how much they're going to get paid through the affiliate links Mm -hmm. um but also I think and I'm pleased that it's the case that I think there is a lot of um 
authenticity still with the media in terms of making sure they're directing traffic to the right place. They want to be able to support the brands that they work with, particularly when there's good long-term relationships with with mm-hmm. these brands as well. And I think from our perspective as work as PR professionals and communication professionals, I think it is really important to notice these affiliate links and make sure that you're kind of up to speed with what affiliate market, marketing is and how it kind of plays in the world of marketing, particularly online, um, mm-hmm. because it, it is impacting things like um, calls to actions or links through to the website. Um, so it's really important to know about them and be able to advise your brands or your clients mm-hmm. that you're working with about affiliate marketing just generally, but also if it's something they're interested in, then being being able to help them make the right steps, make the right introductions with people or businesses that might be able to help start that journey as well. Yeah, and I think you're so, I think that's an interesting point you raised um, and and a very valid one you said in terms of the media and and particularly for your small brand, if you think, oh my God, am I going to have to compete with the likes of, as you say, eBay or, <laughs> or Amazon? Like I can't compete with that in terms of what they might be offering commission-wise based on each sale. But I think you're 100% right, Becky. There are a lot of the media, particularly the media I know we work with on behalf of our clients, would rather send, would rather send people to a link of the brand, you know, the brands, mm-hmm. like the brand's website yeah, sure. and something yeah. and, and that way, just because um, they prefer to do that than, than send them somewhere yeah. like Amazon. And I think but- it's also affiliate marketing is based on sales, right? So mm-hmm. um, if you're directing traffic to an Amazon link, perhaps that is a third party or someone else that's trying to generate that commission as well. Um, There's not always stock availability or the same level of Mm -hmm. options in terms of, I don't know if it's a jacket, colours of jackets, sizes, men's, women's, etc. But actually by directing through to the brand's website, you've got that, you know that the information you're getting is absolutely top notch it's come from the brand so mm-hmm. hopefully the brand knows as much as possible about about their kit and giving the features and technology and the source of the mm-hmm. materials um so you do tend to get more kind of availability and that better more accurate information as well when you're directing to the brand's homepage or their e-commerce site as well yeah and, and i know I know you're talking about um, from experience there, Becky, because I know ex- <laughs> I know exactly the example you're thinking of that we won't we won't say, but we certainly know um, we do. Yes, yes. <laughs> where where platforms might use the Amazon affiliate link, and actually the product isn't really available there, mm. um, or yeah, it's not got the right kind of information. Which um, if you do flag to media titles, you know they're pretty they don't want that. They want to be sending their readers to you know the, the best place possible so um so yes it's it's just to summarize that it was really it was really just to say don't don't worry if you're a small brand listening thinking it's not going to be for me because I can't compete against these great online retailers because you can you, you absolutely can, can. um yeah. and it is also worth um saying it's we talked about it being low risk which is again great for for smaller brands um and you get to decide what that percentage of commission is so of course it's got to work for you in terms of what your margins are for Mm -hmm. for your product and what people are buying um and to make sure that yeah that it does work for you so um becky what are then some we've 
sort of skirt around some of them, but what are the key benefits of an affiliate marketing program and why should people consider it? Yeah, so we've talked about a few, but let's summarise in one place, I guess. So it is absolutely, it's low risk because we are working with selected partners. So we're in control of who we want to work with. People, when you work with um, platforms like Trade Tracker, we keep mentioning, um, they can apply to be part of your programme, but you are entirely in control of who you say yes and no to. So if you um, only want to work with a select number of people or um, publishers or from a really, really specific market, you're entirely in control of that. So you can pick your partners um, and it's really targeted traffic to get the right audience to come through to your page um, or to your product. Um, And it's also based on endorsements. So it's going to be your brand being showed in a really positive light because they want to encourage you to click through to the page, you as a consumer to click through to the page to purchase that product. So it is really low risk. It's really targeted, Mm -hmm. um, generally really positive in terms of promoting Mm -hmm. your brands. um, And you only are paying your commission on that conversion. So the more sales that come through, great for your brand, but that is obviously where you pay more commission and how that kind of that relationship works. Mm -hmm. Um, Other things that you might not necessarily think about with affiliate marketing um, increases your SEO because it's driving traffic um, to your website. And it's also content about your brand or your products as well um, with links through to your sites. That's really, really positive. And and on that, on the SEO point, it's, it's because it's getting harder and harder, isn't it, to get media platforms editorially to include links back to a website and that is something we get approached about quite a lot by brands is you know how can you know they've got their SEO strategies pretty much nailed and they're doing everything they can on their website they you know they know what what they should be doing but it it comes down to they want PR to support it and to get more links back to their website now journalists and media are a savvy in terms of the commercial <laughs> potential of offering links, they know how valuable offering links back to a website is. So this is how they've commercialized it. So actually yeah. editorially, it's, um, and there are ways you can get links in editorial content, absolutely, and that can be done. But more and more, they're not offering links as standard and they don't, and they say that they don't, or mm-hmm. they offer no follow links which um, don't make any um, difference to your SEO, don't make an impact on your SEO. So this is a way um, that benefits both companies and the publishers because, you know, equally we know that these publishers need to make an income. You know, they are (laughs) a business, they are a business too. And, And this is one of the ways they're doing it. So it's a really mutually beneficial way It is, yeah. And it's helping to kind of bridge that gap a little bit, I guess, between kind of PR and editorial and advertising. It's kind of like a happy medium, I guess, because like you say, we do need to, there is a little bit of needing to help publishers out. We want the fantastic magazines and papers and online sites to be able to continue with what they're doing. Um, And by giving them this great content supported by perhaps like affiliate programs or um, some smaller campaigns, perhaps actually it works really nicely, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Here. Uh, What other things do we think? I think from a kind of evaluation and measurement measurement point of view, it's like every 
financial person's dream because it's super trackable. You can Mm -hmm. see where your traffic's coming from. You can see the journey that they're taking on your website. And absolutely, if they're making the purchase, that's the ultimate goal for most businesses, isn't it? Is to make sales and make money. So it's really trackable. The ROI is really good because obviously we're only paying on conversions. Um, And another benefit, I guess, of using these kind of platforms is that everything's kind of in one place. It's a one happy little platform um, where publishers join and they ask to be part of your campaign. Um, And it's got, it might have new publishers that you've not thought of before or new sectors to try but there's also other things um so we've talked about publishers and influencers but there's also other um sites like discount sites or closed groups and that's things like um student discounts or like blue light card Mm -hmm. people um and then you've got like um money back cash back sites as well so depending on what your kind of main objectives are and your strategy for using your affiliate marketing and obviously those overarching objectives as well um, depends on who you might target or how you're going to target them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's it. As you say, it's, it's always important to look at what your objectives are and, and yeah, what, what you want from your program and who you want to be targeting. And as you say, Becky, there's, there's a, a really high ROI because yes, you don't, Pay, you know, it's you pay on performance, so you pay that commission um, when sales are made. But it's also really targeted because you know you're getting to filter out and work with those publishers and influencers that have your very specific target audience that you want to get to. So if it's done right, and you know you're picking the right partners to work with, you'll have a really good conversion rate too. Yeah. So it does have a good return yeah. for you. It does. And one of the good things as well is that it can be absolutely a little bit of trial and error. There's no harm as long as you're prepared to put the effort and the time into communicating with the different types of platforms and publishers and sites that are kind of involved and open to affiliate marketing. There's no harm in trialing new audiences or new sectors Mm -hmm. or new sites that you haven't thought of before or worked with before, because actually who knows, but it's mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely down to the time and effort you put into it. The more that you work on the relationships and the working with the right kind of people, the more you're going to get out of it. So yeah, it is, it is, it's not something that you kind of sign up to and pay your money and kind of move on to the next element mm-hmm. of your marketing. Absolutely. It does take time and effort, but in order to be super successful and give you that really high ROI and make sure you're increasing sales in the right places and talking to the right customers. Obviously, there's going to be an element of um, time and effort there as well. So mm-hmm. just a consideration, really, yeah. if you're thinking of starting it or learning more, then you do need to set aside some proper time to make sure you're researching it properly. Yeah. Yeah. All very good advice. And and um, for people who are listening who might are thinking, yep, yeah, it's for me. I want to give it a go. Um, where does where do they even start and they get started? <laughs> so um, there's a couple of things, I guess, to think about to start with. And that's really thinking about um, your business um, and the products or services that you sell and thinking about perhaps who are the best sellers or which ones do you want to promote a little bit more. Um, and really thinking in detail about those products and services, about what it is about them that makes them really special. But also, what are you prepared to give away in terms of value? What are your kind of profit margins? What are you okay with spending in promotion of these products or as part of your 
wider marketing campaign um and then thinking about your kind of commission that you're prepared to give up for them but also Mm -hmm. um I'd say another good starting point is to do some research into Google like we've mentioned a few times there are quite a few um different brands that offer kind of affiliate marketing in one place if you like so um they've got all the access to publishers and networks discount groups and closed groups etc um so it is really kind of finding who they are, finding the right one for you and doing a little bit of research and spending time talking to them about what they offer, how their platform works, what technology they've got, what support they'll give you um, and also what costs are associated with it because there's usually setup fees, there's usually account management Mm -hmm. fees. Um, So, you know, it is an investment, both resource, time and money, but if it's done properly, then very valuable and yeah and if you're not if you're not sure if it's going to work for your particular um industry market product um do again good old good old google good old desk research (laughs) and just um see what your competitors are doing you know google the name of the your competitor and affiliate program and you'll and you'll see information come up or just have a look at what they're doing online and and notice where links on publishers are uh, you can see it will say that that they're um they've got affiliate links within because the media also have to um they have to say if they've got affiliate links in their yeah in their article they have to say that they've got fit they have to say that they will will yeah. earn commission off it's those. all about transparency these days isn't it so we can't yeah. get away with Anyone exactly. saying they're doing things for free. So yeah, there is um lots of advertising guidelines um also around affiliate marketing as well. Yeah. So from influencers, you often see like hashtag AFF or affiliate mm-hmm. link or um yeah, so it is it should be really obvious and it is when you're when you read articles online as well. Yeah. Or from some of the nationals, you'll notice affiliate links yeah yeah so you can see and then you know if you can see that your competitors are out there doing it then you can see that it you know it is working for them they are doing it and they they're they're using an affiliate program so um it's worth looking at and I'm I'll just mention quickly as well we do have other episodes that focus very much on influence marketing and um I know Becky touched upon it's like (laughs) makes us shiver but sometimes the, the complexities of um and what the rules are around working with influencers because it you know you do as you say <laughs> becky have to be really transparent and if you're paying to work with someone or if you're offering affiliate links it has to be really clear and if you are working with them as a brand it's your responsibility as well to make sure that they're doing that mm-hmm. um Anyway, that was a small aside. I was going to say another another oh, side. Yeah. There's lots we could go into. Let's, <laughs> let's not go down that rabbit hole <laughs> here and now. Um, and um, what are you mentioned? Commission rates. What you know to give a general idea, and I know it does vary, but um, what is the kind of average commission rate? Sure. So right now. I'm reliably informed that commission rates can vary between 5 to 30% 
I would say usually it's around the kind of 10 to 20% mark. And mm-hmm. that does change a little bit depending on the sector or the market that you're working with. So um, some recent stats for you. Uh, the beauty sector is currently around 15 to 20% commission. Mm-hmm. Clothing is around about 10 to 15. And pets, because everyone loves pets, generally <laughs> looks around 10 to 20%. <laughs> um, and when we talk about those kind of average commission rates, we're not saying that it's absolutely set in stone mm. at all. Depending on um, how successful the partnership is, so how much traffic your publisher or influencer is pushing through to your site and converting into sales, they might be doing really well. So you might actually offer them slightly more commission. Mm. Um, They might struggle to start with, or it might be a smaller platform or publisher that you're working with. Um, So you might offer them slightly less. Um, to start with. And again, another beautiful thing about affiliate marketing is it's it's two-way. So there's always conversations between yourself and the platform that you're using, but also you can kind of set those commissions based on performance. So you can Mm -hmm. start with an introductory um, commission rate perhaps. And if they, um, I don't know, if they secure a hundred sales or are it's a result of the work they've been doing is a hundred sales and you might up their commission um, mm-hmm. or it might be lower if their relationship's not going as well or if you're working with lots to start with and you kind of want to slim it down to see who's working best for you then you might up their commission after that um, yeah and, it, all- and I sorry Becky sorry. <laughs> I'm just slight and interrupting so I suppose it's worth mentioning there as well um, and you said it is it is a two-way conversations. It is a partnership. You are working together. And it does, it's, I suppose, a little bit like advertising. Well, it is a form of advertising, as we said, but it's the the platform and the publisher do have an element of control as well in terms of if they know they convert sales really well on their programs because they've got the perfect audience for you, then you may find that they do demand a little bit of a higher a higher commission but it will be well well worth it you know it's like anything you you pay for the quality yeah absolutely (laughs) it's also worth um thinking as well that um if you are using one of these third party platforms um for your affiliate marketing you so um and you work with your publishers influencers discount sites whoever via these platforms they may charge you for example 20 percent commission you've agreed with them then the third party site will also take a commission from that 10 or 20 percent as well it's mm-hmm. usually um that's pretty consistent at around about the 10 percent mark and that 10 percent is of the commission that um, the publisher has secured so it's yes. just worth bearing that in mind so it's well. not in addition is it you've got that percentage commission some yes. goes to the publisher and some goes to that well the, depends on which platform you work with some charge it on top of and some take okay. it out of their commission as well so yeah so make sure you shopping yes shopping definitely around. worth shopping around but also yeah <laughs> making sure you're asking the right questions when you're <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah and um we talked earlier, you mentioned it briefly in terms of it being trackable. So what are the kind of, how do you measure the effectiveness of an affiliate program and if it's sure. working? Well, I guess with any kind of measurement, we always want to think right at the start, what does success look like? What would we be happy with if we mm-hmm. were setting this up? What would? How would we know we've made this successful? Is it number of sales in a in a period of time? Is it percentage increase of sales perhaps? Um, so really think about those targets um, and set some targets right at the start because ultimately 
um, that's how you're going to know whether it's been a mm. success or not. Um, but it is absolutely that. It's looking at those links, super trackable. Um, it's all on online. Make sure you've got Google Analytics set up as well, probably. But yeah, absolutely. Making sure that it's um, set up, looking at the links. You can see where the conversions have come from. You can track all your traffic um, through your shop. You can set up goals in your shop as well to make sure, on your website, sorry, to make sure that people are, I don't know, coming in from the right place, whether it's for your affiliate marketing, for example. Um, and uh, the ultimate goal here, isn't it, is, is converting those sales. Mm. So yeah, all about setting kind of targets and monitoring what's happening. The constant review process of um, any campaign, affiliate marketing, PR marketing, PPC, anything you're doing is to make sure there's that constant review process going on mm. um, so that you can review how well it's doing, make any tweaks that you need to make to make sure that you're getting the, the best possible results. But um, particularly with affiliate marketing as well, I would say make sure you give it a real chance to become established um, yeah. and kind of get into the swing of the affiliate partnership or the marketing that you're doing because it's not necessarily, it might be, and it might be wonderful, but it's not always going to happen overnight. As soon as you start working with someone, you're not all of a sudden going to get a massive 3,000% increase in sales. Um, <laughs> I wish it was that. I wish it was that easy. But it is a two-way partnership, so it's really important that we you, that you remember that it is, you've got to put some work in to make mm. sure it's right for the publisher or the influencer give them the information so that they can promote you in the right way to the right audiences. Um, and then also give that person, platform, publisher, the opportunity to be able to sell and to promote you and share your wonderful brand and products and services as well. Yeah. Yeah. And as, as you say, and we, um, we bleat on about it quite, quite a lot. <laughs> I probably shouldn't use that phrase, should I? We, we remind Our everybody regularly. <laughs> But um, yeah, the constant review process, always, always reviewing what you're doing and tweaking. And if something isn't working anymore, and it might even be where you're like, but this has worked for years, and but it's not working anymore. So, ch- you know, mm-hmm. change it. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. And that's the same with an affiliate program. And, and I suppose the way you can also, and I know you've mentioned measuring sales and it could be the number of sales. It could also be the average order size you know sometimes people click yeah, through on a link and then to that product and they do buy it but actually they buy all the accessory and <laughs> you know something else that goes with it so it's seeing different affiliates might drive that kind of yeah. average order size up and also having a look at when you're reviewing your program um you know how many affiliates might have left your program and yeah. that, that might give you an idea of and how many have joined and because that might give you an idea of actually maybe it wasn't working for them either mm-hmm. and why wasn't it working was the commission level not right actually are they not the right person they not you know maybe their sure. audience isn't quite right so it's all those little those yeah, little elements sure. isn't it you have to keep looking at and it's also kind of thinking about the products themselves if it's a product for example that you're you're selling or using on this kind of affiliate marketing um you might be surprised the audience that you think you're working with want to buy the product you think they want to buy might actually be slightly misaligned and it might differ mm. from campaign to campaign or publisher that you're working with. But it is really important to make sure you're following kind of the links and reviewing and in the kind of measurement and evaluation process, but also having those conversations with the people that you're working with and the sites that you're working with, because actually there might be some kind of 
crossed wires somewhere. Actually, they might be selling mm-hmm. really well on a, on another product, and it might be just a slight tweak in terms of um, I don't know the sector that you're promoting at, or it might be that the product is for elite athletes, for example, when actually you thought it was kind of like entry level grassroots. Etc. So it's make, making sure that you keep those conversations ongoing with your publishers as well, and getting their mm. feedback as well to see what they think, how they think they can help and make it better and sell even more for you mm-hmm. as well. And and I think I suppose probably probably wrapping it up, we're probably almost done, aren't we? And it's um, as a final, we didn't really touch upon. I suppose maybe as a final point is, um, you know, this this isn't by any means sort of a replacement of your editorial work with media, you know, that it works very much hand in hand, doesn't it? It's not something that's separate. Mm -hmm. Um, Often it is, you know, as an example of how we work with um, journalists, both on the, you know, we are constantly still pitching stories to them and pushing product and services and brand mentions. um, And they almost have... um, they have that editorial team writing everything and then they have their other team that goes through and, and puts those links in. Yes. So it's still really important that you're doing both and you aren't necessarily relying on, on yeah, just of a programme. To... It's never just, oh, I think we say it for anything, we're kind of working on any campaign. It's not that we're saying absolutely that you should stop what you're doing in every other kind of yeah, tactic no. and tool no, affiliate marketing is absolutely <laughs> just one of those extra things yeah. that helps kind of um, amplify everything that you're doing and if you've got everything singing in harmony um yeah. all together and working nicely with each other then it benefits absolutely everyone yeah. um from the publishers from the um influence that you're working with all the way through to kind of sales and marketing on your side obviously driving sales to meet those business objectives yeah. as well absolutely it's an, another string to your bow absolutely another feather in the cap and all those other sayings as well <laughs> um okay well I think I think that's probably we'll, we'll wrap it up here but um as always there is so much more than we could probably squeeze into um, a podcast episode so if you do have any very specific questions um either about today's episode and affiliate marketing and how it can help your business or anything else at all or you have some ideas about um what you would like us to cover on the podcast just let us know we'd love to hear from you you can reach us via our website so that's adpr.co.uk and um, in the meantime thanks for listening and we'll see you next time mm-hmm.